Welcome to The Body Nerd Show, empowering you with the super uncomplicated things you need to know about self-care and movement so that you too can wake up every day pain-free. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and I'm a coach, writer, former yogi, kettlebell devotee, and 100% body nerd. So, are you ready? Let's get nerdy! Welcome back. You're listening to episode 36 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, we are covering all things lower back and specifically lower back pain. We'll talk about why your lower back hurts, what posture has to do with it. I'm also going to share a super easy assessment that you can do for yourself and the four most common causes of lower back stiffness, tension, and pain. But before we get into the show, I want to remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and pretty much everything else live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. There you'll find a link to Instagram. And actually, last week on Instagram, I posted an IGTV all about shoulder flexibility and strength. So head on over and find at Hala Famala and leave me a comment to let me know that you watched it. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you've also probably heard me talk about Movement Mavens, my community that teaches busy women body maintenance and movement mastery so you can get stronger and out of pain. So enrollment is actually closing today if you are listening to this episode on the day it comes out. So if you're ready to commit to your health and showing up for yourself consistently with body work, stretching, and strengthening, definitely you want to join us and you can do all of that over at aewellness.com slash podcast. Now, if you're like, what are you talking about? And what is the show about? Welcome to all my new listeners. I am so grateful and appreciative to have you here. So let's get right into it. I'm pretty sure that everyone has experienced some sort of back pain at one time or another. And it might have been as short as, you know, just a few hours to maybe something you've been dealing with for years and years and years. My experience with back pain and really my first big injury that led me on the path that I'm on today happened when I was in college. I was working as a student athletic trainer, and one of our tasks was to empty, well, fill, and then also empty uh, these giant trash cans, essentially. They were clean, only used for this purpose, um, for the football players to do ice baths in at the end of practice. I went to UC Davis, and in the summer, it gets over 100 degrees easily every day, so these poor athletes were just roasting in the heat. So we'd set up a bunch of ice buckets so they could just come off practice, jump in the ice bucket and then go off and do the rest of whatever they need to do. So anyways, I was pushing this bucket over. And as I was pushing, I did a kind of twist to kind of make sure it didn't splash back out at me. And if you've had back pain and you've tweaked your back in that way, you know exactly what happened. My back completely seized up and it literally took my breath away. And at the time, I didn't really know what to do. And even though I was working as a student athletic trainer, I was really well versed in, you know, wound care and joint tests and what to do about taping. I could tape an ankle in less than, I think I got it down to maybe two minutes, but don't quote me on that. But for something like back pain and just moving poorly, I didn't really know what to do about that. So I put some ice on it. We had ample amounts of ice in the training room. And uh, then I went home and I didn't think about it again. 
right? How many times have you also done that, right? Where something hurts and when you don't know what to do, you just don't know what to do, right? You're doing your best with the information that you have. So it wasn't until a couple weeks later that I, and I still like, I can visually see it stepping out of bed and my foot hurt. And it was this weird pain on the outside of my foot. And I was like, "Mm, you know, I did not hit this foot. I knew that for sure. And I had studied enough in my athletic training program to know that that was a clear sign um, that I was dealing with sciatica or sciatic nerve upset. Now, all of this could have been avoided, and we'll talk about that in today's episode, but I think it's also interesting, and as I'm sharing this story, how I was able to identify what was going on after the fact, but that there was nothing proactive that happened, right? Like if I could rewind time and we can't, you know, I would have told 19-year-old Alex, hey, here's how you move and here's how you do it. And it's really easy. And if you do this, you won't hurt your back pushing trash cans filled with ice water over. But, you know, there's no use in shooting yourself over what you should have done or could have done because I'm really grateful for that entire experience because it really truly did set me on this trajectory. So after, you know, I did some physical therapy and did some rehab for that back injury. And I still remember the physical therapist saying to me on my last session, right, you get six sessions. I think student health insurers would pay for six sessions, which is pretty standard. She was like, okay, so work on core strength. And I was like, um, okay, what, what does that mean? <laughs> right? And that seems to be like the blanket statement, like work on core strength if you have lower back pain. And there's so many nuances to that. Like, first of all, what the heck is core strength and what does that mean, which is a great episode. I'm putting that in my mental memory bank here for future episodes. Uh, but also, you know, how could I set myself up to be pain-free for good, And that's one of the things that traditional approaches I often see, especially physical therapy, they get you to pain free, but not necessarily back to where you were before or improved upon where you were before. And so my back was like an ongoing thing. I'd feel ongoing tightness. And thankfully, you know, I didn't have another experience where I pushed a trash can over because I just stopped doing those things, right? I stopped moving in a way where, you know, on a conscious level, I knew "Mm, that might be dangerous for my back. So I'm just not going to do it. Avoidance isn't a solution. Because what happens is we eventually say, oh, I can't do that. And 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 then what are you left with? So it wasn't until I started intentionally practicing body work and movement, really intentional movement regularly that I stopped having back pain. And that's not to say I'm not set up for it. And I've shared with you on the podcast before of other injuries I've had from just moving and having accidents, which happens when you move with freedom. You just move. You're not worried about what might happen. And so, you know, I am hyper flexible and I have overstretched my SI joints then, but it was totally on my own doing. So I no longer have any back pain because of poor movement mechanics. Because when you move well, every move you do continues to build your strength instead of continuing to wear you down, which I think is, you know, usually what we understand. Oh, you know, I only have so many repetitions of, you know, movement that I can do in my knees or my back or whatever before things are just going to explode into a pile of goo. 
And it doesn't have to be that way. You can move in a way that gets you stronger with every single move that you do. And that's really important when it comes to your lower back because all day, every day you are moving and your spine is moving. And if you're not moving well, your lower back tends to take the brunt of all of that. So let's talk about the lower back. Let's talk about how to move smarter and really get rid of lower back pain for good. So the biggest muscle that I want you to understand and know right now, mostly just to wow your friends at your next cocktail party, is the QL. That stands for quadratus lumborum. So that's what I'm saying. If you're at a you know cocktail party or having coffee with a friend and you start talking about your quadratus lumborum, they'll give you this really kind of glassy-eyed stare because they're not sure what you're talking about, but that's okay. So anatomy, right, and the anatomical name for this muscle, quadratus lumborum, it's the four-sided quad, right, four-sided muscle of your lower back, your lumbar spine, lumborum. So anatomy isn't really all that complicated when you break it down. So this muscle runs from the bottom of your rib cage to the top of your pelvic bone from the backside. And it's not accessible through the back, right? If you just poked yourself in the back, you wouldn't be able to touch it. Uh, But if you bring your hand to your lower back, as if you're going to grab it, like, ouch, my back hurts. Um, And you kind of press your thumb in, chances are you probably are on the QL. It's kind of a few layers deep. Because of its attachments of the rib cage and your pelvis or your hip, it helps you do things like hike your hip up. It helps with side bending of your spine and really a stabilization of your ribs and your lower back as you're moving throughout your day, whether it's walking or running or just doing whatever it is that you do. So the idea for this episode came because I did a Instagram live and I said, ask me anything about, I think I said lower backs. Yeah, that was the subject. And a couple questions came in specifically about how to roll out your QL, like variations on what's the best way to roll out your QL, what I'm doing isn't working. And I say, instead of asking better ways to roll out a certain muscle, a better question to ask is, why is it getting tight? Why is the stuff that I'm trying and the you know, approach I'm taking not working? And that's going to be a better question with a better answer that's going to resolve the issue versus just what's a better body work rollout. So when it comes to lower back pain, and specifically whatever's going on in your QL, because that's the most common muscle that's involved when it comes to lower back pain, it can be caused by overuse, underuse, misuse, and injury. So the best way to figure out where you fall in those categories, whether it's overuse, underuse, misuse, or injury, is to film yourself doing what I call the big three. The three big movements that really form the foundation for all movement. And those three movements are the squat, the hip hinge, and the overhead reach. So using your shoulders. And if you go to my website and hit the videos tab, that'll hop you over to YouTube where you can see videos on my channel on how to actually perform those movements. So go to YouTube, watch those videos, and then set your phone up and record yourself doing a squat, a hip hinge, and an overhead reach. And you want to set yourself up so you can film it in a way so that you can actually see what your lower back is doing. So ideally, you can see your lower back, so no baggy clothing. You may want to film it from a couple different angles, like from the back and also from the side, because what you want to do is see what's happening in your lower back 
as you're moving. Because what's happening in your lower back as you do those three movements is an indication of where you fall on the overuse, underuse, misuse, and injury. So if you see that your lower back is moving a lot, when you reach your arms up, your back arches more. When you do a squat or a hip hinge, you see your back rounded or you see your lower back doing what's called uh, the butt wink, right? If your lower back is wiggling a lot as you go up and down in a squat, chances are your back is tight and the QL is tight and painful, probably because of overuse. It's moving too much. And so your brain, in an effort to keep this tissue safe and prevent more of that overuse from happening, it's going to to tighten it up. And so that's why when you roll and it loosens it up, well, it's still being overused. And so your brain's like, nope, no good. Let's tighten it back up. And you're continually in that pain cycle because the tension is trying to tell you something. It's not just there to be rolled out. And if it's moving too much while you're doing one of the big three, chances are it's also moving your lower back specifically. It's moving a lot while you're walking, while you're sitting, while you're picking up a pencil off the floor, trying to pick up your kid or your cute dog. Your lower back is being overused all the time, not just in your workout, but all the time. So if you fall into this category, the best thing you can do is to learn what good posture looks like. And I call this neutral spine because it's neutral for you and your body. What's neutral in your skeleton isn't going to be the same as mine. So you want to be sure that you're actually figuring out what your neutral spine is. And yes, there is a video for this over on YouTube. Then the next level of that, once you determine what your good posture is and what neutral spine looks like in your body, is to practice stabilizing and maintaining neutral spine while you're moving. The easiest way to do this is laying on your back, finding neutral spine, turning on your abs to make sure they're activated and supporting your lower back, and then just moving your legs, doing things like marching or leg lifts or any number of things. Practicing there is going to give your spine the awareness of what good posture feels like because you're laying on the ground and you can feel it. That will also help you feel when your lower back is trying to move as your legs or arms are moving and will give you just, again, the foundations to be able to stabilize your lower back while you're moving. Now, that's just one piece of the puzzle because we still got to get you upright and squatting and hip hinging and overhead reaching and all of that. But learning neutral spine and practicing stabilizing it is a great place to start. Now, what if you do the assessment, you film yourself doing the big three and your lower back is not moving at all? Then you probably fall under the category of underuse. And chances are your lower back is stiff and stuck because there's not movement happening. And when there's not movement happening, it continues to get more stiff and more stuck. It's almost like the tissues, including your QL, get really dehydrated because movement helps to lubricate not only the fascias and the connective tissue, but also the relationship between the muscles. It just makes the environment of all of the tissues just so much happier. So your body absolutely runs on the use it or lose it principle. And so when you're not moving through your lower back, well, then you continually add on to how much you cannot move through your lower back. And strength and flexibility fall on a continuum. And so super stiff doesn't mean really, really super strong. 
It's usually more rigid and prone to injury because it's so locked down. It's sort of like a rubber band, right? If the rubber band is really stiff, it's brittle. And that's not what you want your lower back to be. Also, if one area is really stiff and locked down, then the joints above it and below it tend to be more mobile to make up for it. So you might feel like not a lot of discomfort in your lower back, but maybe you're seeing that your low back isn't moving, but your upper back is always super tired or your hips are always feeling super tight. So if you fall under this category of underuse and you have a super stiff lower back, then body work might be good for you. So this is one of the categories where I'll say, yeah, grab a ball. I like soft inflated ones for the lower back. And body work is going to help you with body awareness. So your brain knows where your lower back is and how to engage the muscles there. And it's also going to help to improve the hydration of the tissues. So instead of them being stiff and crisp, you're going to help to rehydrate and replenish and really bring nutrients into the area so that your lower back can be more elastic, which is going to help you when you do your exercises. So know that all of this happens while you are also practicing mobilization and activation, which is one of the things we do within your Amplify You plan is making sure that you are rolling out what needs to be rolled out, but then activating what needs to be activated. So whether it's overuse or underuse, one thing isn't the solution, right? You can't just roll or you can't just strengthen. You know, having both is so helpful to help retrain your brain. Now, if you are able to stabilize your lower back, meaning when you record yourself doing the big three, you don't see it moving too much and you don't see it being super stiff, but your back is still bothering you, then you might fall under the category of misuse. Now, it doesn't mean you're like naughty lower back is doing things it shouldn't be doing. But usually what happens is the QL is having to make up for some other muscle or tissue that's not doing its job. So think of the body like a big corporation. There's a lot of moving parts and a lot of employees that have to work together to make the final end product. And so if you're able to stabilize, but you still have pain, go bigger, Find the true source of your back pain, not just going right after the symptom and just trying to go after your lower back and just trying to attack what's happening there. And this is why in the Amplify You planning process, we look at multiple body areas because you have to broaden your focus beyond just where it hurts. There's a really awesome teacher on the internet named Dr. Perry Nicholson, and his whole business is Stop Chasing Pain, which is so genius and so true. If you keep going after pain, it's almost like you're playing injury or pain whack-a-mole. And just when you knock one out, another one's going to pop up, and you knock that one out, and another one's going to pop out. And so going bigger and making sure that you're looking at all of the body in a holistic way rather than just going right where it hurts is going to give you much better results. So yeah, practice neutral spine and do the body work for your lower back, but also look at what's happening in other places of your body because whatever is happening in your lower back isn't exclusively happening in your lower back and there's probably something else going on. Now, if you're like, okay, I've done all of these things and I don't think it's that, and maybe you've had a back injury in the past. 
So you have to retrain your body and brain to work together post-injury. And this is true whether your injury is two weeks old or two years old or two decades old. When there's pain, your brain shuts off communication with that area because pain is a signal. Pain is to be honored and your brain goes, okay, fine, I, I just, I won't do that anymore, which is fine and gives the area the ample time to heal. But what if healing has already happened and you still have pain and you're not moving well? So sometimes the brain kind of gets stuck in a loop of this pain cycle. And so part of retraining your brain post-injury is moving in a way that doesn't create more pain. So there's a very fine line between pushing through the pain and hurt so good and all of that. And that's where neuromuscular re-education comes in. Neuro being your brain, muscular being your body, and re-education. So we have to retrain those two parts of you, right, your brain and your body, how to play nicely together. And this is where, again, body work and activations come together because you're able to do whatever you need to do to improve body awareness and help reduce some of the pain and then use that window of opportunity that body work opens up to then activate and strengthen and stabilize and do all of those things. So the main point I want to drive home is that whether it's overuse, underuse, misuse, or even injury, retraining your brain how to communicate with your body is the most important thing. And so yes, learn what good posture looks like and feels like for your body and learn how to maintain that as you move because that's going to be critical for getting rid of back pain once and for all. So that no longer do you have just a few days of relief or this is a thing that happens every year, but no back pain for good, period, right? And just imagine all the things that you would feel free to do if you weren't always thinking about your back. And even if you're not actively thinking about it, I have a very strong feeling that in the back of your head, there's a little voice saying, "Mm, but stop, we probably shouldn't do that. And so if you do fall into that category, this is exactly what I teach inside Movement Mavens. Like I said at the top of the show, if you're listening to this episode on the day it goes live, Movement Mavens enrollment is open now, but it's closing tonight at midnight Pacific Standard Time. And Movement Mavens will help you figure out your personalized blend of strength, body work, and mobility with an easy to follow routine that can be done in less than 15 minutes a day. So if you've been overwhelmed by all the things I have talked about and you're like, oh my gosh, it's probably going to take me hours upon hours, it doesn't have to because building consistency is what really moves the needle. And members of Movement Mavens are returning to running pain-free even after months of PT have basically stopped working. They're eliminating their back pain by building stronger cores. They're building stronger and more flexible hips and moving smarter every day. They're working on nailing their first pull-ups and push-ups and really feeling more in control of their bodies every single day. So when you join Movement Mavens, you also get a personalized Amplify You plan with the five specific body areas to focus your weekly body work, stretching, and strengthening routine on. You get monthly trainings on the body, how it works, and specific body work fixes. You get access to monthly office hours with Q&A and coaching with me. 
video library access with over 200 bodywork fixes, demos, and more so you can fill in the blanks and master your Amplify You plan. So we don't just create a plan and say, good luck, have fun with that, but give you the tools to fill it in and make it super easy to find exactly what you need. So the day you're working on lower back stuff, you just click lower back and then all the videos that are tagged with lower back come up. So it's fast and it's easy and it gives you the information that is effective and that you need right away. You also get quarterly one-on-one accelerator calls with me. So we hop on the phone and figure out what's going on, what's working, what's not to get you continued on your path and journey towards getting stronger and out of pain. And you get access to a private community with your new movement-minded friends. And of course, all the equipment you need, including bodywork tools, mindset tools, and more, and discounts on all my retreats and live events. So like I said, enrollment is closing tonight. And when you sign up before midnight Pacific time tonight, you also get these awesome bonuses. The first is a mobility assessment. So instead of you having to film the big three movements for yourself and then kind of poking around and guessing, I'll do it for you. And I'll send you a full email report with all the links to all the things for you to focus on in your Amplify You plan. So basically, it'll be crystal clear and expertly tailored to your body and your goals. Bonus number two is a masterclass, how to injury proof your workouts. So more on those big three movements and how you can move safely in any workout class. Because when you better understand how to move and push and press and pull, not only are you more effective, so you get stronger, but I'll also be sharing with you the same framework I use to build my workouts. And like I said, injury proof, everything is like my goal. I want to be able to move freely. I want to get stronger and I don't want to be sidetracked by injury and you don't have to either. And the third bonus is all about body work, foam rollers, therapy balls, and more. And so in this masterclass, you'll learn why body work is the most effective way to improve blood flow, reduce tension and trigger points, and help you recover faster. So whether you're a foam roller pro or you've never used any body work tools, you'll learn the importance of body work and how to incorporate it all into your Amplify You plan for super quick results. So if you are interested in joining us before enrollment closes, head on over to aewellness.com slash mavens. I'll put that link in the show notes as well. That's mavens, M-A-V-E-N-S. Had to look at that one. Um, And then you can learn all you want to learn, see all that's available and join us inside. So like I said at the top of the show, you know, whether your question is how do I roll this or how do I roll that really Here's to asking better questions, moving more, and getting nerdy. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review, which helps other body nerds find the show. And another way you can help spread the body nerd joy is to tag me on IG stories and let me know what your favorite part of this episode was or how you like to move smarter and get nerdy throughout your day. I really love seeing body nerds being nerdy out in the world. And together, we can spread the word that your body is super cool and you can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Listen, friend, we both know that you are not you when you're in pain. But the good news is you can change the unchangeable. Even if it seems like it's been forever, life without pain is 100% possible. And I can help you get there faster. Head on over to bodynerdshow.com and download the Body Freedom Assessment. 
You'll answer a few questions and then you'll know exactly what your next steps towards more days of awesome should be. It doesn't have to be complicated and it won't even take you more than 15 minutes a day.